Not that afternoon. He asked bluntly, How did we get to this point? The question was rhetorical. We had been fighting an out-of-control financial crisis for more than a year. In March, the Fed had lent $30 billion to help J.P. Morgan Chase save the Wall Street investment bank Bear Stearns from failure. In early September, the Bush administration had taken over Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac to prevent the collapse of the two companies responsible for financing roughly half of all residential mortgages in the United States. And just the day before, at 1.45 a.m., Lehman Brothers, the nation's fourth-largest investment bank, had filed for bankruptcy following a frantic and ultimately futile search for a merger partner led by Hank and New York Fed President Tim Geithner. Now I found myself explaining to the President why the Federal Reserve was planning to lend $85 billion to American International Group, AIG, the world's largest insurance company. The company had gambled recklessly, using exotic financial instruments to insure securities backed by subprime mortgages. Now that those mortgages were going bad at record rates, the financial firms that had bought the insurance, together with other AIG counterparties, were demanding payment. Without the cash, AIG would go bankrupt within days, perhaps hours. We weren't motivated by any desire to help AIG, its employees, or its shareholders, I told the president. Rather, we didn't think that the financial system, and more importantly the economy, could withstand its bankruptcy. Reacting to the Lehman failure, markets already were in the grip of a full-blown panic of an intensity not seen since the Depression. The Dow Jones Industrial Average had plunged 504 points on Monday, its steepest one-day point decline since September 17, 2001, the first day of trading after the September 11th terrorist attacks, and the selling wave had spread to markets worldwide. As confidence in financial institutions disappeared, interest rates on loans between banks had shot skyward. Ominously, we were receiving reports of both large and small investors pulling their cash out of money market mutual funds after a large fund suffered losses stemming from Lehman's collapse. Everyone in the room knew that rescuing AIG would be terrible politics in a presidential election year. Just two weeks earlier, the president's own party had declared flatly in its 2008 convention platform, we do not support government bailouts of private institutions. The Federal Reserve's proposed intervention would violate the basic principle that companies should be subject to the discipline of the market and that the government should not shield them from the consequences of their mistakes. Still, I knew that, as chaotic as financial conditions were now, they could become unimaginably worse if AIG defaulted, with unknowable but assuredly catastrophic consequences for the U.S. and global economies. With more than $1 trillion in assets, AIG was more than 50% larger than Lehman. It operated in more than 130 countries and had more than 74 million individual and corporate customers worldwide. It provided commercial insurance to 180,000 small businesses and other corporate entities, employing 106 million people, two-thirds of American workers. 
Its insurance products protected municipalities, pension funds, and participants in 401k retirement plans. AIG's collapse could well trigger the failures of yet more financial giants, both in the United States and abroad. The president, grim-faced, listened carefully. Paulson had warned him earlier in the day that action on AIG might be necessary, and he knew that our options were severely limited. No private investors were interested in buying or lending to AIG. The administration had no money and no authority to rescue it. But the Fed could lend to AIG to keep it afloat if the company's many subsidiaries retained enough value to serve as collateral for the loan. Bush responded as he had consistently during the financial crisis by reiterating his trust in Hanks and my judgment. He said that we should do what was necessary and that he would do what he could to provide political cover. I was grateful for his confidence and for his willingness to do the right thing regardless of the likely...